we're not for sale, Tater Mitts. You heard it here first. <laughs> we're not going to sell out to Big Tater Mitt. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the ADC Horrorcast. This is the Creative Town Podcast, brought to you by us over at ADCHorror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake. I'm a good man, Jack. <laughs> and sitting next to Jake is someone else who we're lucky is greedy. It's Mark. Hello. Wow, good energy. Good energy, <laughs> that, Mark. That was, that was abysmal. What <laughs> that was is some Jake-level energy. Hey, For hey. those who are familiar with hey. our Cracker Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. And this week, we watched 2020's Amulet, which was a pick from Patreon member Ty. Ty, thank you very much for the pick. Uh, and I knew nothing about that. We'll talk about that soon. And, hey, we do have a Patreon, like I just mentioned, where you can join and at a certain tier pick uh, a movie for us to watch. But we are not where your money should be going right now. And so for that reason, as they have been for a long time now, all of our Patreon proceeds are going to Feeding America. Uh, so if you want to head over there, check out some cool perks and know your money's going to a better place than us, that's a cool place to do. And hey, if you can't do that, we totally understand, but please do whatever you can to help people in need. Consider donating to a worthy cause. We continue to use blacklivesmatters.carrd.co as a good compilation of resources and ways you can help. But if you need a little escapism, hopefully you can have some fun in the horror world with us for the next little bit. And you know what that means. It's time to do the getting drunk part. So on that score, let's do beers for fears. Hey, Jake. Hi, Jack. What are your beers for the 2020 fears amulet? I just have to say you had that dialed. Good work. Thank you. Only took 207 episodes. And, and this is our second try at this intro. for the. Yeah, go ahead and pat yourself. <laughs> no, we never got this far the first time for the listener. This is much further than we got the first time. Uh, I'm drinking a Mother Earth beer. It's a local Boise brewery, or just out in Nampa, I guess, but Boise-ish brewery. Um, yeah, I'm drinking a Mother Earth beer this week. It's Kismet IPA. They basically name check what Kismet is the definition. What is the definition of Kismet in this movie when I don't know her name, fucking... Dolores Umbridge, whatever she plays in Harry Potter. Uh, when she says something. that this is your fate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she says that this is your fate. So that's what Kismet is, and that is this IPA so from Mother here's Earth. The oh. issue, here's the issue I have with this, is that Kismet, I believe, specifically entails romantic fate, not necessarily uh, mm. just fate fate. So This was pretty romantic, Mark. Did you watch the movie? <laughs> okay. Also, I should mention, Jake, you complimented me on my solid intro, but I did forget to mention we're going to spoil the shit out of the 2020 movie. Amulet. Okay, well, luckily that wasn't much of a spoiler. No, no, it I really said. wasn't. That, she, she says this is your fate. Mark, I was unaware that Kismet had a romantic uh, denotation. I don't think it does, man. It's just destiny. I think that's a connotation of it. I think... Yeah, I think that people tend okay. to be like, "Oh, that's like a that's a bit of kismet." Is like the how it's used in common. Yeah, it's kismet. Kind of like in, but <laughs> in like yeah. they used to say that about like striking gold in old timey westerns mm. and prospecting and shit. You yeah, could definitely I think that it is commonly referred to than I could, but I don't know. I <laughs> I agree, Mark. I've always heard it with the maybe whatever. If it is still if it's a connotation, that still means there's meaning attached to the word. From sure. a romantic In this side. case, it's not positive though. I don't think it's categorically required to be positive. <laughs> Fine. And that's my beer selection. Don't fuck it. Don't do that. Mark, what are your beers for these fears? Uh, this is kind Mark's of a hard. Mark's drinking a kismet as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, um, I am unable to get kismet here in Utah. I instead am drinking a local beer, just like Jake. Uh, but I am drinking Revenge by I believe Two Row makes this. Um, pretty self-explanatory there. 
It's one of those beers that you can kind of fit into almost <laughs> a lot of horror movies. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Revenge Double IPA. The only thing I've eaten in the last uh, six hours or so is a banana, and this is like ten percent. So off to the races. Mark's gonna be hungover. Oh my bad. There. This is actually uh, from Proper Brewing, not Two Row. My bad. How? Oh my god. Wow. Still from Salt well, Lake though. We How all kind of went similar directions. I'm drinking a beer I've actually never had before. It is uh, from Portland. Uh, this is a long root pale ale because this is a movie about a guy whose actions uh, have long roots uh, to the consequences. They they dig deep Wolf. and they come back to fucking bite him. Via the their hub, long the hub roots. Patagonia collab. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Uh, it's a cool can. I'm excited to try it. It says "Cheers" sure. right on the can, uh, so that's I, well. <laughs> then cheers, I suppose. Cheers. cheers. What a weird tie-in. Good work, boys. This is a good beer. I like this beer. Who so is this? Longer, it's solid, man. Yeah. I think they make like a wit, too. Ooh. It's the white can one. I like that. But drinking beers and watching Amulent isn't the only thing we've done in the horror world over the course of the last week. We might have also experienced some other shit in the horror world. And I'm just going to do this right now. Look, we are coming up towards the end of 2020. All of us are trying to see as many movies as we can to do the omnibus year-end spectacular 12-other-word title, Mark, whatever you're calling it these days. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So we're going to skip the... uh, paying up on lost beers for fears for the next couple of weeks. We're still watching them. We still owe them. We just don't have time to talk about them on the podcast for the next couple of weeks. Importantly, I'm not watching them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Specifically, I mean, I'm that was wrong. Break. Actually, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not either. But you know, we're okay. not we watching they, them. But we do still owe them. The patrons didn't have to know that, Jake. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to continue making polls at certain times. Yeah. Yeah, Keep but. your eyes peeled. <laughs> They'll be as <laughs> consistent as they have ever been and as the podcast release date is. <laughs> Actually, more, Look, I we mean, wouldn't... more consistent than the podcast release date. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. I can only be as consistent as the podcast. So it can't be. A- yeah, okay, whatever. I don't care. It's too mathematical. It's a Friday night. So um, let's see. I have like four movies I want to talk about. I think we should do this as like a little mini segment. We'll all talk, only talk 2020 movies that we've watched and try to like power through them, no. spoil as little as possible and be short about them. Because I know, Mark, you told me off air you have six to talk about. I do. Jake, I assume you have a decent number two. And Mark's like, yeah, legendarily long in his takes. So. Wow. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like the people who tune into our podcast want to hear our thoughts about fucking horror movies. <laughs> That's you not why I do it. Jake, how many how many movies do you have to talk about? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> okay, well let's cue that sound effect. No, wait, that's only for beers for fears. Never mind. Yeah, what are you doing? You're let's all off. Cue scab in anyway. Format. Fuck it. Oh my god, I thought it was Mr. Bucket. Wait, what happened? <laughs> a lot. Scatman's world. Completed. Well, Jake. Quickly, I have th- I have three. Okay, have so three let's go three, four, about. six. Then, Jake, you go first. I'll go second. Marcos third. Well, okay. Okay, oh, so, so I'm going to talk about one first, Jack, okay. to break format. Jack. Oh, boy. I'm gonna, <laughs> I, I still had one movie hanging out that was recommended to me in the 2019 Omnibus, and I've been putting it off. Oh. And that God. was Mark's recommendation. Uh, it was Haunt. Yeah, it was. Immediately breaking format. Oh, Haunt rules. So I'm, I'm talking about Haunt now, which is a 2019 movie. Um, I'd been putting it off because the reason Mark recommended it to me is because, and I'm going to get as close to quoting as I can, it has a spider scene that'll fuck your shit up, is basically the net-net of what came out of the omnibus. So I I didn't want to watch it <laughs> because of that. I guess that's effective horror when you're me. Um, finally put it on. This is a really fun movie, man. Yeah. Really enjoyable. The tension is fantastic. I guess I'm not super surprised because the writers, the same guys that wrote A Quiet Place, 
it's tight, it's well-produced, it's very popcorn-y theater horror, but damn, this is a good movie. And the spider scene did, in fact, make me squirm a lot. <laughs> I could not keep my eyes on the screen the whole time. Nice, I like that. So, Update, I said really Haunt good Rules. One. That was not the movie I was thinking of, and I have not seen Haunt. Dude, you need to see Haunt. <laughs> oh, you should Haunt, watch Haunt, dude. Haunt does rule. You were correct, the just only- accidentally. Yeah, the only issue, so it's on Shutter, Jack. The only issue that I have is that I forgot about the movie that Mark had recommended for a bit of the year, and then I missed the Halloween season, and you really need to watch it during the Halloween season. It's a perfect play. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, really good movie. Highly recommended. It's also like a super tight 90. It might even be under 90. I like that. It's It's good. Solid. Okay. Wholly worth your time. So that's my first one. Now I can get to 2020. Okay, movies. now get to format. You have start bad hey, note to it start was off. plenty format. It's a callback. You were mentioning the omnibus, and I'm tying it together. It's all good. <laughs> Don't worry about it. 2020 <laughs> movies. So I watched Scare Me, which Mark saw probably like, what, two months ago, Mark? Yeah, I mean, it came out kind of like in the middle of November or October, and I think yeah. I watched it right around that time. So, sure. It seemed interesting. I didn't know if I was going to get around to watching it. Uh, is on Shutter, so for us at least, barrier to entry is low, and Mark recommended it. The thing that I thought was interesting is that he said it's something along the lines of like a uniquely structured uh, anthology, which I didn't quite understand until I watched it, and now I get it. I still think that's kind of an interesting way to put it, but it makes total is sense. Is this one where they're just telling the stories back and forth? This is pe- this is people telling each other scary stories in a cabin on a stormy and, night. And again, they don't like recreate the stories. They just they're just telling no. stories. No, nope, just total fishbowl. Uh, it's there's a pizza delivery at one point. There is a pizza <laughs> delivery at one point. They're just telling stories in a cabin, Jack. Okay, it's not as dull as that sounds. By any means. They, the movie does some interesting, to uh, avoid spoiling it, I really liked how this one was directed, I guess. Yeah. And I I think, so the same guy wrote, directed, and starred in it, and really good work. I knew nothing about him prior to seeing this movie, but it's just a fun little movie that sort of starts to overstay its welcome, if I had to criticize it a bit, but ultimately, like, good one to throw on, hilarious, watch this one with the fiance, we were rolling for most of the movie until it started to, like, wear thin, um, and yeah, it's, it hits home on that theme of, like, you're just hanging out, drinking a bunch of beer, and telling each other scary stories, which is a fun one. Yeah, like, no, I like that. I, it's yeah. a, it's a good movie. I would watch it if I had Shudder. Cool. Which we all do. <laughs> nice. I like it. What else you got? Now, the other one is one that I know based on the conversation we had off air earlier today that we all watched, which is oh, Possessor. Shit, yeah. Okay. So let's tag team this one. I It's available was... to rent. We'll start there. You can like rent it yes. on Amazon, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, so you do have to pay a few bucks to see this. Um, this is definitely a movie that you're going to want to throw on like your biggest tv with your best sound system in the dark i think it's it's that style of production agreed and that's where it shined to me i mean this is this is cronenberg's son this is i guess not his first production but this is like the first big one that's had his name like all over it at least that i've been privy to yes and i think (laughs) it was really well structured it was brooding it was brutal agreed and it wasn't that fun to watch. It's it's a little too grim. <laughs> it's super grim. And I've had this issue for most of the year where like the movies, not necessarily the movies that I, I typically like, which are brooding and grim and slow burn, 
haven't done it for me, but there is a line that I have to draw, given how bleak the world has been, where I'm just, like, needing to acknowledge that some of these movies are not going to hit me the same way as they might otherwise. And this is one where I say that probably happened, and I'm putting a note on it that I might want to go back and watch it. Maybe. But on the positive side, I thought that this movie looked fucking incredible. Yeah, and it is... The, the effects in this film are tremendous. Gory as all hell. It's really gory. It's really practical, which no shock there. It had to be with a Cronenberg name on it. Um, And it's it's an interesting little flick. I mean, this, the whole play with, like, you're possessing someone to commit assassinations is pretty out there. <laughs> I think it capitalized on that for the most part. This is another one that I thought sort of, sort of started to get a little long in the tooth, but I liked it. Mark, what'd you think of this one? Yeah, I was in the same boat as Jake. Um, it's it definitely is. I don't even know if it's long in the tooth because it, it's like an hour forty or something like that, right? Like it's just damn, was it? I think so. It's not particularly hmm. long. the The thing is, it's such a slow and brooding thing that an hour forty five feels longer than it is, which is yeah. I mean, sort of damning to a certain extent, but that's also the move. Like, that's exactly the movie that it thinks it is. Um, yeah, it's you know, with the sci-fi roots that it has, it's intending to be uh, reflective on itself and actually sort of try and ask some poignant questions about identity and that sort of thing. Which I think you sure. kind of require. You can't do that in like a fast-paced, rapid-fire. It- bang, bang, bang type horror movie, you kind of need this type of slow brood. Yeah, this is not like an action horror by any stretch. And you kind of going into it and even having seen the trailer, which was pretty like punchy, I expected it to be a little faster moving. I don't know why in retrospect, but I did. I went into it just thinking it'd be a little bit quicker in its pacing. Yeah, I fucking loved the acting in this, I think is really, really good, especially some of the interpersonal interactions. Yeah, yeah. Scenes that reminded me of Honeymoon, uh, like the best parts of mm. Honeymoon, like when he's interacting mm. with a significant other, but possessed, like, oh, God, just uh, a little bit off. Yeah, mm-hmm. horror in general allows for, uh, like, interesting acting performances because you kind of get to, like, think outside the box and do things you wouldn't normally do in, like, a rom-com. This one specifically, horror plus sci-fi as a genre, allows that twofold. And to shine a spotlight on just one person, the whole everyone does a great job, but Christopher Abbott... Stand up yep. and take a bow, sir. Holy <laughs> shit! I mean, He's so good. Yeah, yeah. He, I, they, they do a phenomenal job in this movie, and his manic performance where he's balancing his like internal and external self and all this crazy shit that's happening is, I mean, it, it's incredible. <laughs> you have like it's so you good. have nothing yeah. to go off of, so you're just kind of flying by the seat <laughs> of your pants, and he does a g- brilliant job. So I, that part was the thing, I think the saving grace for the movie, aside from sure. there are two or three sequences in this one that are also some of like the best visual horror I've seen in a long time. This movie has yep. a lot of things that it does right, but the thing that like really mm-hmm. kept me glued to the screen, despite the movie itself sort of oversaying its welcome, was the performances of the, the main three or four people that are in it. Yeah, agreed. That's a good way to put it. And I think ultimately I'm going to walk away from this one. I do want to check it out again in a different future state of mind and see how it hits me. But this was one that I appreciated a hell of a lot more than I enjoyed. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. It is a cover-to-cover amazing 
amazingly produced movie. Like every piece of it is great. Yes. I just didn't necessarily enjoy it as much as some other films that yeah. I've seen. Brandon Cronenberg has obviously big shoes to fill, but I mean, yeah, it, it, it's the fact that he's already he's pointing a, in the right direction. He's, yeah, he's already doing. <laughs> yeah, it. like if he just makes movies that I mean that are like this, then he's going to fill the shoes. Absolutely, <laughs> he's nice. succeeding. Nice, pretty good list, Jake. All right, so I watched Possessor. The next one I want to talk about is I watched Porno. Uh, this is available on Shutter. This is available uh, on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> Red Tooth. Jack Bang? just watched some stuff. porn. This is a you watched some horrifying porn about a uh, group of like Christian kids, like ranging from high school to college age, that work at a movie theater. And uh, when everybody leaves at the end of the shifts, they get to like watch a movie on one of the big screens, and they find a decrepit old film reel in a creepy basement room, and that causes a. Uh, uh, sexy lady from the like uh, uh, skin flick they were watching to come into the real world and horror ensues. I was a bit I disappointed no, with this one. It's no like I can't like point to anything in particular this movie does wrong, but it's not very funny. It's pretty character driven, but I didn't really care about the characters. It's uh, I wasn't expecting like it. I don't know why it's really called porno. There isn't that's not a very big theme of it. There's a little bit of sexuality in it, but not really it seems very um, much like a sex now that i have your attention <laughs> yeah kind of <laughs> that's um, fantastic it's just uh it's great i mean it's fine it's it's good i just i didn't love it it's not uh it's not not a all-star but it is pretty solid it's got some pretty uh pretty gruesome uh practical looking effects too that i think work really well how did this one land on your list because i had not heard of it i don't think i am i am 99.9 percent .9 sure we haven't covered it on hrr we didn't and the we only didn't. time i ever knew it existed was when i turned on shutter and it was playing on its like weird oh, channel, on the channel thing that I, just happens yeah. when you turn the app on it, it definitely made its way into my knowledge base. I don't know if it was on some blog I was reading or maybe like the CinemaSins podcast or some other podcast, but it made its way onto my list. I don't know how. I heard it was a very funny, good uh, original horror movie from 2020. Right. Watched it. A little bit disappointed, but, you know, still pretty good. Um, certainly worth a watch if you're if you're looking for something to throw on and be a little bit amused by, but it's, you know, it's not a standout. Next movie is a fucking standout. Uh, uh -oh. This is a movie called Sea Fever. I think this came out like kind of <laughs> yeah, close yeah. to the start of lockdown. Uh, this is one you got to rent. Uh, I rented on Amazon Prime. Uh, the vague premise of the movie is uh, this uh, Irish woman is a scientist who's like studying some anomalous catches that a fishing fishing boat has has brought up to shore or, or brought back with them. Um, holy shit! I loved this movie. Uh, it was so good. Uh, it's also very poignant in terms of uh, there's there's this uh, the creepy things that happen, disease. infectious things, and they have to quarantine on this tiny boat. They don't know how long it'll take until some of the people exposed to this thing are safe. <laughs> that hits pretty close to home, too, but this is just a good movie in and of its own right. Um, fucking loved the performances, loved the concept. Really cool film. I'm upset that you watched this only because this was going to be my number one recommend to you for the year. <laughs> so now I got to scramble and figure out something else. Yeah, I fuck. Well, Mark, it would have been a good recommend because I this movie fucking resonated with me. Jack, um, do you remember me recommending this to you? Not on the even podcast? at all. Okay, cool. Not even one percent. Good. Nope. That Mark, there's no <laughs> really. Do you have to ask? That I question? mean, I don't know. I feel like occasionally we'll have to remember something I say. Some some stuff seeps its <laughs> way through. <laughs> I love the just tinge of sadness in that, Mark. <laughs> That's perfect. Mr. Bucket made it through. Sea fever might. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, either way, well, this movie's one. They're not like each great. Other. Mark, did you love this movie like I did? I didn't love it like you did, but I certainly thought it was. I mean, I it's a really, really good movie. It was a recommend to everyone, and I specifically recommended it to you because I knew you would resonate on that frequency. You were Damn. right. Loved it. Should I be watching this? Loved it. Yes, you probably should. Yeah, you Before should be watching year? this. Yeah. I have so many movies on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, this is a Netflix movie. Um, this is a movie called Horse Girl, starring Allison Brie. F- um, the fuck? What? <laughs> I don't know what this is. I, yeah, this one didn't show. I, I hadn't seen this one advertised at all. I just saw it on a couple of lists. We're so the bad best at horror movies of twenty twenty. Well, I, it's also uh, Netflix. It's also Netflix, Netflix. Just like just shut shows up there. They yeah. haven't dropped a trailer for it or anything. Net- Netflix yeah, gets Netflix. off on being withholding. Decidedly not on a heater. So this movie, well, I disagree. Uh, yeah, I disagree with that too. Differ. Netflix is very much on a heater. <laughs> um, this is Allison Brie helmed. Um, she is playing a like a. Uh, what I would describe as like the character at the start of a rom-com movie, like the the, the girl at the start of She's All That, um, like a nerdy, awkward, shy girl who's into crafting and horses. And um, okay, uh, this and then descends kind of into madness. This is one of the best portrayals of a character losing their grasp on reality I think I've ever seen ever. Um, Allison Brie just absolutely fucking nails it, and the way they go about like demonstrating Wait, her psychosis is better like, than Andy Circus. <laughs> yes. What? <laughs> um, also, this is a Duplass Brothers production, and uh, I think everything you might think about that goes along with this movie. Um, really good, definitely worth a watch. Really fucking weird. Um, uh, mostly just a standout for Allison Brie's performance. Fucking killed it. That's all I've Is it a horror talk. movie? It is a horror movie, but it's uh, on the not horror end of being a horror movie. But I would definitively call it a horror movie. Okay. Mark. Not horror adjacent. Horror. Horror. Okay. That was confusing. Uh, you ended on a Netflix movie. I'll start on a Netflix movie. This isn't a Netflix original, I don't think, but it is available there if you want to go and find it. I watched the movie Hashtag Alive. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so Korean? This is- Japanese? What was that? Is it Korean? This is Korean? Is it, uh, Korean zombie Is movie? it? Yeah, okay, it is, yes. So, yeah, anyways, to continue on with things, <laughs> Hashtag Alive is a Korean zombie movie. A few hallmarks of Korean cinema are things that look incredible and things that are three hours long, and this is one yep. of those things. <laughs> uh, so it looks incredible. It looks incredible, and it's a, I mean, it's a little bit, I think, I don't know, off the top of my head, I want to say it's like an hour 40, hour 45, something like that. Um, yeah, it's not nice. super long. It doesn't overstay its welcome. This is the most zombie movie-esque zombie movie I've seen probably all year. I haven't watched that many zombie movies this year for somewhat obvious yeah. reasons. But how does that mean? This is this is do this is bringing absolutely nothing new to the genre, but it's still a very good zombie movie. This is one of those ones mm-hmm. that just tries to polish it up in the right way, uh, tell the exact same story that's been told uh, hundreds of times. Uh, but that doesn't mean it's a bad movie, right? It, it's it's just not particularly creative, but it's telling a new personal story set against a zombie apocalypse. That's where you're what getting from they, hashtag. What are they teaching in Korean film schools? How how are all like? Because I watched Lingering a few weeks ago, and that movie was slow as hell and long and 
that one was really boring, but also fucking beautiful. I think it's just one of those things where, like, when the competition, like, when that is the going rate, is, like, you are you must be at this. That makes sense, yeah. At this level, then everything is elevated to that and above. So it's, it's fantastic. Like, I know that going in. I mean, there's also likely a selection bias. And also, at this point, they've established it as no. a brand. So there, we're, there's, you know. Yeah, we're exactly. looking for it and probably more willing to call something beautiful when if we went in blind. I don't know, maybe not, but this is uh, whatever. It is a certainly competently made movie and it is polished as fuck. If you want a good zombie movie, <laughs> one that you've seen before but you still want to watch again, you know what? Go go for this one. That's that doesn't that's sound my like my recommendation. Me. Yeah. Jake famously hates zombie movies, so maybe maybe cut a wide berth around this one. So I'm probably not going to watch this one this year, and I swear to God, if that's what you recommend me on the omnibus, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> I maybe I'm selling this wrong. This is a good movie. It just doesn't really no, bring I anything that. to the table. That's I know, but that's kind of like that's that's fine. What that ends up being is like a fucking five and a half. Like I don't, I can't do that anymore with zombie movies, man. I've seen seven million of them. Okay. It has to do something. Well, I mean, never has anyone lobbied so hard prior to the omnibus to not get recommended a movie, and now I'm just tempted, all the more tempted to do it. But <laughs> I know what's gonna. I already know what's gonna happen. It's fine. I'm not gonna do it. I wouldn't do that to you. Oh, no, I know. I know what's gonna happen. I don't. So this is weird. I, I'll. I do. Can you tell me what I'm going to do in the future? It's kismet, Mark. <laughs> Thank you. I really wanted that to come out. Um, from one relatively easy access point to another, I watched a Hulu movie called The Wretched. This came out five months ago, something like that. Kind of it tail into the right. summer. It was a, I think it was a Jack Top one. It may have been. It was probably rightly so for basically any month that was prior to October. Because um, this is a pretty good movie. Here's the thing about this. Uh, last week we did HRR. And I watched this right around the time we recorded the episode before that one. So it has been two plus weeks, I think, since I watched this. And the strange Wild. thing is, I remember really enjoying this movie. And then I went back and read my notes before we started today. And the first bunch of them were about how, like, unsubtle and, I mean, dumb this movie is. <laughs> So that's a weird dissonance between myself and my past self. But here's what I'll say. <laughs> this is one step removed from sort of like a teen horror uh, set against a supernatural backdrop. So you get a lot of that stupid jump scary stuff. I mean, it leads off with this pretty blatant jump scare thing. But it also has these like little creative seeds sprinkled throughout where... Those are the things that kind of stick with you as you as you continue to live your life, and eventually you think back and you're like, "Ah, the wretched. That was actually a pretty fun movie." And that's kind of exactly how I would describe this thing: is it was fun, but not necessarily exceptional. <laughs> there's for every flaw in this movie, there's also something that it does that I found interesting and enjoyable. Mm. So that's nice. that's the balance you get out of this one. If you want a nice little easy supernatural thriller thing uh this is on hulu like i said at the beginning go out and find it it was it was also a tight 90 okay okay Mar so just to clear this up it was not a jack top one it was a mark top one so hey you watched the top yeah. one i know that's something you try to do i mean so for the record i build my list of movies that i need to see in 2020 based off of the things that i pick as my top ones because that's how that system should work that no it doesn't <laughs> i definitely that is i disagree i hard disagree with that you should at my, least watch your top ones <laughs> 
Mm, no, I, I at least check in on my top ones and see if I still think it's worth watching. Trailers are so often like hard to really read that I am not willing to just be like, I've made this top one, I'm going to watch it. Fuck that. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I've I've made my bed and now I want to lay in it. I, there's only okay, 12. There's only it. 12 top ones in a year. Oh my god. <laughs> Buddy, Jack's not even watching 12 horror movies a year. Uh Jake, I have already watched like 20 horror movies for Hey man, that's like doubled up on last year. Oh uh, no, last year I watched 5, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, speaking of Hulu, I watched another one on Hulu. Run. Oh yeah, okay, the Sarah Paulson one. Yep, Sarah Paulson, and ladies and gentlemen, introducing Kiera Allen in a leading role. She has done literally nothing else and just jumps onto the screen here and does a fantastic job. Uh, it's also set in Pasco, Washington, which I found Weird. to be a little bit strange and close to home. Uh, but hey, why not? Literally? Yeah, yeah literally close to home. Uh, there's also, for it being set in Pasco, there's like a strange amount of University of Washington branding scattered throughout this. Like, oh. there's so much UW in this movie. It's it's. Well, I have family that lives in that specific group of cities, and they are UW people. Yeah, but I mean, they could also be Wazoo people. I, one of the one they, of the most key... of most people there are Wazoo. Right. One of the key. But Matt one and of the them key are things UW. about of of like tension in this movie is this is a this is a girl growing up homeschooled trying to get into college and she's want, she really wants to go to UW but it just it seemed strange to have product placement for a state college in a movie anyways i want i wonder how that goes with the school too i i cannot imagine most schools it. would be chill <laughs> right? with that yeah. that'd be awesome it would be uh, <laughs> it'd make me want to go to that school to bring it back though it. before we get off on a train of product sponsorship for college. Let's do it. Um, I'm into it. This, If you saw the trailer of this movie, you know exactly how this movie is going to go, but that isn't a reason why you shouldn't watch this movie because the performances of Sarah Paulson and Kiara Allen are quite wonderful. I mean, similar to what we were talking about earlier with Scare Me, this is essentially like a fishbowl episode of a movie, and you're kind of watching it because... Obviously, there's going to be some twists and turns in the narrative, but you're mostly just watching it for like how how they emote and how they how they execute their craft and stuff, and they do it in an exceptional way. I've been on the record for many years now saying that I fucking love Sarah Paulson, everything she does. Her two minute <laughs> appearance in Bird Box was like my favorite part of that whole movie. So, yeah. again, low barrier to entry. It's a specific type of horror movie, kind of like the the trapped in your own house type of thing. So. No no supernatural stuff here, but a few expertly executed shots of, you know, like shit happening in the background and like creepiness and stuff like that. But if you want just like a nice tense movie, go out and watch Run. That's my recommendation there. Nice. I like it. Okay. I still got two more. I feel like I we're know. going a little bit long. Um, <laughs> no shit, Mark. <laughs> you guys took up what so much fuck? time with your initial ones. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's yeah. What happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have very little to say about Amulet, so I mean, we'll we'll make um, we'll make up for it on the back end. I I cannot. I'm gonna ignore what you just said. <laughs> uh, only in 2020 could this movie actually come out. I watched New Mutants. Yeah. New oh Mutants. shit. Yeah. Okay. We. How much did it suck? <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, well, there's your answer, Jake. You answered. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not answered. Not answered. <laughs> This movie suffers from having the weight of what it is on top of it, 
which is a Marvel franchise movie that took four years to come out. They couldn't do reshoots because everybody had visually aged too much. There's a <laughs> lot of like inconsistencies between scenes because of how heavily they reshot and edited that sort of stuff. But like, here's the thing. I love the X-Men franchise. That is my favorite part of the superhero universe. There's literally no other like comic book group that I would rather watch a movie of than the X-Men. So take all of this with a grain of salt. I thought this movie was actually kind of fun and good. If you are willing to go there and give it the benefit of the doubt and just be like, I understand sort of the context of what this movie was and what they were now going for, this is great. <laughs> you're unfamiliar with the source material here, though, right? You didn't like read the New Mutants uh, series? No, I'm not. A, I'm not really a comic book guy. I'm more of a. I mean, I've never. I, yeah, I'm not a literal comic book guy, but I love the lore of the comics. If that makes yeah, any I gotcha. sense. Uh, plus, I mean, you're a noted Anya Taylor Joy head. Yes, and this has <laughs> and a Joe Keery head and a Maisie Williams head. Are right? you? I mean, I appreciate their work. I've watched all. Joe Keery is in this movie. Yeah, Joe Keery. Yeah, it's got a great cast. What? Yeah, it's. I mean, it is a murderer's row of people that were up and comers four years ago and have now made it hard. In the in the industry, <laughs> well, then they selected correctly. Yeah, they did, and that was also one of the issues about reshoots. Is was really hard to get people off of their random other shoots from the other projects famous that they were doing. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. It's not going to blow your socks off, but it is the best Marvel horror movie you're probably ever going to get. <laughs> okay, Mark, let me ask you this. Uh, this is going a little bit deep into my nerddom of the the actual source material but there's a is, I think the character Mirage made it into the movie absolutely uh, Danny yes. Moonstar that to me always sold me on how good a horror movie this could be was like her abilities and the way she's portrayed in the comics was like oh you could make a good horror movie out of this does that come through at all that is the primary mechanism for the horror occurring okay so I think it would come down to how like what your head canon was of how you would do it and whether sure. or not the thing that they actually did measured up well in the context of a PG-13 horror movie <laughs> to what they did. <laughs> hey, Mark, just for con- just not really for context, but just to mention this, um, you said Joe Keery, and I believe you meant Charlie Heaton, right? Oh, fuck, yeah, Charlie Heaton. You'll okay. see why I made that, that mistake. That makes sense. Charlie Heaton, Charlie oh, Heaton, yes. Charlie Heaton. You'll see why I made that mistake okay. in the next sentence, because oh. the next movie that I watched um, is Spree. Wait, which, which new mutant does Charlie Heaton play? Oh, Charlie Heaton plays uh, Cannonball. <laughs> the Joey Wheeler ripoff? The, we, we have a very diverse group of people. What's oh. the American one going to do? Yeah. I don't know, <laughs> scream in a New York accent and launch himself into the sky. No. Fucking no, no, no. New Not York. Not a New York accent, a Kentucky accent. Before we get on to Spree, <laughs> that was one of the main things that I thought was hilarious about this movie was going back and watching it. So you have Maisie Williams doing a Scottish accent. You have Anya Taylor-Joy doing a Russian accent. And then you have Charlie Heaton doing like the, the most over-the-top Kentucky accent. It's like so many people just doing accents at you. It's It feels like an improv class. <laughs> nice yikes it is i mean okay talk about whatever. spree it's a lot of fun talk about saving spree. the best for last you this shouldn't surprise you no fucking way that's true. this shouldn't surprise you that this I, movie I, everything tickled does. my fancy but spree fucking rules yeah it? which movie is this oh, this is the one with joe keery this is joe keery <laughs> i know and sashir zamata and it's a found footage but it's found footage in the way that it's all told through social media in the in the way that that's sort of like a new thing that's happening now. Um, but basically, Joe Keery is a 
Uber driver of sorts. It's a different, oh, it's a different one, yeah. app. Yeah, 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 and he's like yeah. going on a murdering spree and live casting it to all of his followers. And it's like this whole take on uh, social media and how it's ruining America and all that bullshit. But whatever. This movie fucking rules. Everybody should watch it. I loved it. Did you really? Yes. This okay. I like Holy it. Shit. I like it so 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 looked, much. The trailer made it look so on the nose of like a hey, this YouTube generation sure is dumb, huh? Oh, they Hashtag lay content. that on pretty thick. Yeah, that's. But you uh, liked it anyway. But I liked it anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, this is a this is a vehicle for uh narrative delivery that for whatever reason just is a short circuit in my brain for me liking it. So. Take all of this, listener, with a grain of salt that I am predisposed to like this type of thing. But also, I felt bad because my wife and I took the time to set up our Christmas tree. And I was like, I'm just going to put a horror movie on that I can like take notes on a little bit. And we put on Spree. And she basically set up, I mean, the entire fucking Christmas tree. <laughs> I was I was on the couch. like I, cu- I couldn't tear myself away. I thought it was totally magnetic. And then there's this other element <laughs> that you get from... Uh, Sashir Zamata that you don't really get out of the trailer that added this Mm. extra layer. So, look, there's a lot of ham-fisted social commentary in this stuff, uh, but I still had an absolutely wonderful time. Uh, I I don't know what to say. This is one of my favorites. (laughs) This is one of my favorites. It's probably going to come back up. Mark, should either of us add this to our year-end lists to watch? That's a really good question. I would... I would say yes, but only to check my own personal <laughs> bias. I don't feel like I need to do that anymore, though. Because, like, basically, when you when you gush about most movies like this, I'm like, okay, this will probably be somewhat middling. Like, it won't be bad. I don't think your radar is that off. If you guys, I don't think it'll be bad. If you guys are able to work through the rest of your lists that you actually want to watch, Fuck, throw Spree on, happening. and then we'll talk about it. Otherwise, I'll just recommend it to it? one of you, and uh, we can watch it, and you can watch it in the New Year. Did you say how you watched it? This was just a rental, I think, on Prime. I mean, you can get gotcha. anywhere on, and uh, it's just on VOD. So, okay, nice. Well, we did a terrible job of keeping that section tight and quick. So let's uh, let's go talk about Amulet for it. like fifteen minutes, and then go. To I ratings. called it. I called it. It was Kismet. <laughs> Over at ADCHorde.com this week, we watched 2020's Amulet. Again, this was a pick from Patreon member Ty. Ty, thanks again, and what a hell of a pick. Did you guys know anything about this movie? Well, we covered it on HRR a while ago. That's it. That's all I knew. I knew it existed. Also, Jack, I'm pretty sure it's officially pronounced Amulet, which is French for We're not doing that bit. We're not. God. There's nothing French about this movie. I'm not doing it. (laughs) I'm going to continue to call it Amulet. Christ. Um, all right, so we were all in the same boat. We'd Why seen the can't trailer. you just let me spread my wings, Jack? I just want to fly. <laughs> Love, take me down to the streets. Yep, got it. <laughs> that was a deep pull. That was a deep pull and a good joke. Fuck you both. I did not uh, get it. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. So, tie pick this. That means we're doing a, uh, a relay of a, of a plot synopsis A relay, here. I like it. Yeah, yeah we're going to so go... Uh, actually, relay. Fuck it's, it's, off, Mark. <laughs> a relay kind of conveys, like, night. It, I, I picture those being very efficient, you know? This is more of like a sack race. And this one's going to be extra dicey. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, Jake, dude, you're starting. The then, Mark, you're oh, taking God. the middle third, and I'll close us out, maybe. Uh, so, 
Hold on. 30 that, seconds. We all have to pull it up. Or <laughs> there, are places, Jack, there are places you could leave this that I like legitimately wouldn't be able to fill in the middle of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jake's starting, so. Oh, yeah. Whoever's oh, starting. It's a classic. I don't like classic. going middle here. Uh, yeah, it's impossible. Classic. I don't know how I'm going to end it either. I don't even think I understand the end of this movie. Uh, <laughs> I'll just jump to the end. Whenever you, Whatever you leave me with, I'm jumping to the end. Good, good, good. Straight good. to see and then show. I won't so have to do anything. Have to go. Then I'll just Jack drink beer for 10 seconds. Are we ready? 30 seconds no. around the goddamn clock. Jake, call it when you're done with your 10 seconds, and let, it'll start when you start. Tomas is an ex-soldier from somewhere around Russia. He's down on his luck. He's in Britain now, and he gets pulled into a house to help someone, and she's taking care of her terminally ill mother. Jake time. That's 10 yeah. seconds. So then he's helping out, trying to, he, she, she's like reluctant to let him in. He finds out that her mother is a demon who gives birth to bats on a semi-regular basis, and then she kills him. Time, he, Mark. Time God Jack. damn it. Except for she's not really her mother because she's actually a man who's being punished for his past sins. We learned that our soldier friend Prast. raped a woman, and now he has to be turned into a demon. Time. Time. And then he is turned into that. Team. I got. Yeah. I got to say, and, uh, just as an aside, listener, there is a little bit of a Skype delay happening. It's not Skype. We're not using Skype. I don't know why I said Skype, but yeah, uh, no. that Drink the Kool Aid particular kind of challenge is is very present within the recording of a thirty second plot synopsis. Yes. Yeah. We had technological we, difficulties, and that's why it sucks so hard, and not because I'm really bad at this game. You know, we didn't actually do that bad a job for as fucking complicated as a movie as this. It's is. funny because we've done way worse with way better situation in front of us. Yes, yes, we have. That was a garbage <laughs> sentence. Look, he uh, he gets turned into a demon, and then then Magda goes to a gas station and finds the woman he raped and gives her the goddess amulet that turned him into a demon, and he's in the back seat, and then he eats food. Did we touch on the seashell thing? Not at all. Uh, so there's a seashell uh, that has the goddess in it that he crawls into, and it's very sapphic. And she's just like, ah, and kind of thumbs her nose at him. And then, uh, yeah, and then and I guess the, he's a demon then at that point. The only thing I could gather from that was that they then, as they're driving down the road, the the like chanting singing is singing that the goddess of shells. So I guess she's the goddess of shells in this I don't invented know. mythology, in which I'm very know. interested. <laughs> it seems very sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. Nothing to add there, Jake? <laughs> no, not not really. I no, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about what in the fuck subgenres of horror this fits into, except psychological, because I've taken that one. Body. Do we body, have one yeah, that's just body like horror. heavy shrug? That definitely this, we this. don't. <laughs> okay. This one. I don't know what that means. I, this is okay. Me so neither. This is <laughs> the heavy shrug is related to I think specifically what Ty said when he r- requested this movie, which was that, and I'm doing my best to just remember off the cuff here. I think he said that it's not necessarily a great movie that has no bearing on our ultimate views of it, listener. But he said it makes some choices. This is a choices movie Accurate. because it definitely, definitely does that. This is abnormal as fuck. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. You talk about him crawling into a giant shell and then becoming a demon. Like, it's very strange. Yeah. I. Yes. <laughs> but. <laughs> and end of sentence. <laughs> it's also foreign. And that's all. Um, so, Okay. So just to recap, <laughs> this is a psychological body choices big shrug 
foreign movie. <laughs> yes, nailed it. Perfect. Okay, cool. Yeah, Did it. Exactly right. Um, let's talk about what the f- what this movie does right. What the fuck what subgenre the fuck? of movie does let's this do right? Let's talk about what the fuck movie this is. What the fuck happened? <laughs> well, you mentioned it the last thing. So the first thing that I'll bring up here is the weird chanting uh, musical score thing. I thought That's that was a with? great way to set the tone for this. It where, is affecting. Yeah. It very much is. It's like deep and uh, it, it feels like you're in a cavern, right? And I got kind of that like same feeling where you're just sort of like sitting there surrounded by emptiness. That's what this that's what this movie made me feel like and that's exactly what the score also kind of instills in me. And they juxtapose that really well with like a almost wind chimey kind of a sound um that that works really really well. Yeah, it's also reminiscent of like things that would be present in those like old lore type folktale shit which i think is i don't think this is pulling from anything specifically like that but it's certainly no. trying to evoke it yeah so i i read an interview with the the director who we should call out here is uh romola ramala garai i don't know how to say her name yeah, but thank uh, you for being director. which is this is a super d- cool debut this yeah. is a fucking isn't it? Yeah. Am I wrong? I believe this is her first feature. She doesn't have a Wikipedia what? page. I couldn't what find anything else on IMDb. Shit. What a <laughs> what a debut, debut that is. Yeah, amazing. I mean, super cool. Bravo. Yeah. That's something this movie does right. If that's if that's <laughs> really a debut, Jesus. And you know what? Even if it's not, this is like probably biggest to date of Gotta a be. list that includes a few shorts and some commercials I, or something. I don't know, you guys. IMDb is telling me that in 2012 she directed directed a short movie called Scrub. That's okay. So. <laughs> This is only what? kind of her directorial debut. What a debut. Mark, oh is, my that, God. is that like uh, the idea of a horror short I've had for a long time where like, you know those like potato peeling gloves they sell on, uh, as seen on TV, like channels? I've always wanted to make a horror short where you like rip someone's face off with those potato I peeling think, gloves. I think, okay, okay. I, I, as you were saying whatever nonsense you were saying, Jack, that I didn't Important listen to. It was nonsense. <clears throat> That I didn't listen nonsense. to. I was formulating my take on this whole Ramallah Garai's debut thing and the choices that it made. And what it boils down to is the degree of difficulty here was pretty darn high. And I think that for the most part, this shows the hand of someone who is pretty damn experienced. Like, I think this was pretty competently made. I fully That's agree. That's something the movie does right, I, especially for a debut. We see debuts that are so rough around the edges. I mean, we just watched a movie that I can't, for the fucking life of me, remember if it was a debut anymore in The Beach House, but that was so much more rough around the edges than this was. This is polished, and it looks great. And by the way, the gloves I was talking about are called... And oh Jesus, what? Jack! Jack! Until they sponsor <laughs> us, we're not going to talk about them. Okay? <laughs> I'll bleep it. I'll bleep it. <laughs> Welcome to A to Z Horror. We're sponsored by Tater Mitts. Oh my! What if we were sponsored? I mean, if we're going to get sponsored by anyone, it's going to be a defunct as seen on TV product from 2013. I'd be fully okay with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you say that like it's a bad thing. That sounds like my yeah, dream. Get that WNUF yeah. energy. They also don't work. I bought my sister a pair for Christmas one year as a what joke. or tater. Go, I'm. We got to move on. Tater I don't mitts, know what tater. Dude, fuck you, care. tater mitts. You want to sponsor us? Get a better product. They suck. Oh Jesus! Couldn't rip someone's face off at We're all. We're not for sale, tater mitts. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna sell out to big tater mitt. <laughs> what? I'm what taking a stand. Right? What is that? I'm what taking a stand the... against corporate tater mitt. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't know. Let's just talk about what else the movie does right. What does the movie do right? Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Um, the like, 
effects I think are really really strong in this movie. The the mm-hmm. bat births in particular are are good. very very well executed. <laughs> the bats I think are great the, props. Yeah. The that demon fucker shows up in a toilet. I was kind of like, oh, yeah. That was out <laughs> of fucking. No, that was a bolt of lightning. I was just like, that oh, was good. In a, and what it is was, wrong with this house? It's actually worth mentioning because before that, it was br- pretty brooding. Like it was heavy on atmosphere, and I think it did a good job of building that in the house. In a certain way, this movie reminded me of a dark song. Sure, now, I, I yeah. That I'd is buy not. That. that is not rating spoilers, but in a certain way, well, me saying that shit. Now you've now you've done Moving it. You've, on. you've ruined it. You've ruined the whole episode. <laughs> you've ruined but this I, one. So I think the, it did remind me of that though. The bat works really well. I also think the demon looks really, really well. Like the first time he actually lays eyes on what he thinks is her mother at the time. It's like, oh, that, that is a the, like mummified old thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Decaying and yeah. Really was... well done. Well executed. Yeah, I guess from an effect standpoint, you're right. I, th- I mean, the thing that will probably stick with me most from this movie is the unclogging of the coca-cola toilet and then there's just a fucking like weird squirmy thing that turns out to still be alive in the bottom of it that scene is incredible (laughs) and it's a little bit misdirectiony too because like you think you hear like the bat or not bats rats running around and you're like how could there be a rat that's not a rat oh like there's this whole thing that happens what even to your brain sure is yeah yeah very very good i'm not sure Um, the actual like in narrative reason for that being there makes any sense whatsoever. Oh, no. a lot about this movie doesn't make sense, but we're not here to talk about that in this segment, Mark. Okay. And frankly, <laughs> I don't care too much. Because of another of thing this movie does very right, the choices it makes. This movie is weird as shit, and I fucking love it. I love that she invented this mythology, because I read this interview with her, the director, who was like, it's not, it's, I guess the the goddess in this is kind of based on like some of the pre-Christian pagan lore and just some yeah. st- but it's based on she just invented this fucking awesome ass goddess and this whole mythology mm-hmm. around it and that is fucking cool. And I I like that too. I think for the most part it's done well because it's very vague uh for the vast majority not very vague but it for the most part is kept vague for yeah, the vast majority of the runtime like three he, years of exposition on you right at the yeah, end well i mean it's that, that's it's the twist of the movie the twist is the invented mythology no i i like the digging up of the amulet earlier in a flashback earlier and you have this hanging out yes yeah, Chekhov's the whole amulet. time it is Chekhov's amulet yes Chekhov's amulet yes mark Chekhov's am- i'm not doing it with you i'm i'm not i I'm really like once. that the 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 kind of like partially computer generated but partially practical goddess they make inside the shell is I mean, like that a shit was fucking yeah what was that scene like but it's shoot? like also a perfect representation of the amulet like i like i think they probably paid an artist to make this amulet and, then and that's made i a, mean i wouldn't be surprised if they shot that scene first and then went to someone and was like hey make this into an artifact maybe either way it's very cool and i love that and interestingly enough, uh, if you're scared of spoilers for a certain movie that I already mentioned, fast forward like 30 seconds here. But given when that happens Wait, hold in on, the hold movie- Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was criticized last time that we didn't give enough space for them to actually fast forward, so okay, we're good. Thank you for- Were you really? Now we've got it. Yeah, because we were like, spoilers, here's the ending. <laughs> well, now you've nailed it, but the problem is they're going to come back in 30 seconds okay, later. Okay, so listen, now there. if you're just joining now- now give it like another forty-five seconds or so because we've been talking about how bad we are at this. So now give it another thirty seconds so that Jake doesn't spoil a dark song. Go. Thank you for pausing. At the, well, uh, yeah, the pause actually doesn't work super well on the podcast. Um, however, 
at the point in time when the shell comes into play in the room and then what you get with the goddess, that is also super, super, like, reminiscent of a Dark Song and how that movie ends. Jack, hold on. Jack, have you seen a Dark Song? Nope. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, lucky for you, you don't remember shit that happens on this podcast. And that's not too big of a spoiler. It's not like when I go back to that movie, that doesn't mean anything, really. <clears throat> oh, God damn it, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> you, man, you have spoiled it. Spoilt with tea. Just do a bunch what, of bleeps. Gonna, it's fine. Bleep your own memory. I'm going to need to do a little flashbulb thing from Men in Black. Let me, uh, let me... Yeah, Jack frequently bleeps his own let memory. Me, let me work on bleeping my own memory here. Get that. Okay. Let's see. There you go. See, the thing listen is, you edit these as well. Oh, if you think I don't. It's fine. If it's you like think I listen more a, when I edit, you got to fucking. You should <laughs> listen to you one should of these episodes. listen to the podcast sometimes. <laughs> oh, I don't do that, Jack. Why would I do that? One other uh, thing I wanted to throw on to what the movie does right is the nightclub scene. No! I, I Okay, I hard disagree with this. Look, I just I find it so charming the way she's like the, oh, she's God. just dancing, man. She's just she's just doing her thing, busting some moves like a dad at a wedding. The thing she that I care. found really enjoyable, I kind of like this take because the thing that I found endearing and enjoyable is that I have definitely met people in my life like at a wedding. Yeah, me. Or, I feel know, like it, me is the end of the sentence. That dance like yeah, that. Yeah, it's me. It's like That's the me. little too untethered, Mark, like a little too aggressive, but this dancer. is the first time that they've been out. Yeah, you're a good dancer. Stop it. Uh, do, you haven't do seen stop. me dance recently. Recently, you lost <laughs> yeah, the skill. Yeah, uh, it fell off a cliff, man. <laughs> I thought that was like a god-given talent. Mm, Look, we'll see. I had this. I actually had the scene in Hard Does Wrong because oh, not my only does god, it like that's such a bad take. Yeah, fuck this. Your this Hard movie Does Wrong is slow he and is. boring, but to a to a an end. Like it has a reason for doing it, and this movie breaks up the entirety of the tone this movie's setting and is built and the feeling. This scene and. It's Mark. What you're saying is that it lets you identify with these characters for a minute, but these characters are like you're not supposed to identify with any of them at any other point in this movie. They're th- this isn't a character movie. It's this is it's insane. It doesn't belong in this movie. That's okay, it. actually, that is an exceptionally good takedown of my point because the reason I liked this was because of like what a weird bottle. It was of a, a reprieve of a scene. It was. <laughs> it was. It was a nice way for me to catch my breath and like see something new and different and entertaining from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and in that way, it doesn't fit in with the rest of it. So I guess you're right. <laughs> I might. Let's, can we just move that to Does Middle? Sure. Let's move it to Does cool. Middle. I'll, I'll officially I'll move agree, to Middle. I'll agree with you on that point. Great. You, t- I, you talked me down. I talked you up, I guess. <laughs> so everybody's a winner. Anything else the movie does right? No. <laughs> yeah, agreed. <laughs> Pause followed by no. Um, I in the other things since we already have one thing it does middle now, Mark, by uh, by stipulation. Um mm-hmm. another thing I'll, You're gonna like my other does middle. <laughs> the other thing I'll put in does middle is the random imagery it cuts to. Um in an odd way it was kind of reminiscent of that bonkers ass Willem Dafoe movie we watched earlier. Antichrist. Where the, yeah, Antichrist. where they just like, cut away to scenes of Chaos weird shit happening. Um, this movie does that Chaos a lot, reigns. and while sometimes I think it serves the tone of the movie very well, sometimes it's just like grating and feels overly artsy just for art's sake and not like it's serving the movie. This movie is very much art for art's sake at times, yeah. yes, certainly. So, like, 
Oh my Especially god! Especially like the to the pattern on the wallpaper or carpet or I don't yes, know what it is. That, that that is literally my note. I put it in nitpick, but but, sure, but they do it multiple times. With like the slug at the very beginning, like they prime you for it early. With like yeah, a, th- there's definitely I, that kind of goes with like. Look, I put direction in what it does right. I get what it's doing, but this element of the end product belongs either in nitpick or middle or yeah. wrong. Well, and what's sort of funny about Depending that, on who you are. what's sort of funny about that from a direction standpoint is I think actually Jack made a, a really good point to that earlier where he said in the beach house, that one was unfocused and it was clearly just like a bunch of scenes that the director had in their head that they wanted to shoot and kind of force into one thing. And that's exactly what the nightclub scene is. So maybe direction is actually a little bit lower than what we kind of thought because <laughs> Because maybe this isn't a cohesive thesis statement that maybe, we actually maybe, maybe, but it was thinking it was to go back to that conversation though. Like holistic polish, it's great. Uh, yeah, Overall, and, yeah, like most solid. of this was directed much better than the, the beach house, in my I, opinion. I, 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 would, agree I with that. would fully sign off on that. Yes. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, maybe give it. Maybe it's a little bit okay, closer. Well, okay, than it can have some chinks in the armor, buddy. It's a debut. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So I had one more does middle, and this is probably more of a not pick than anything else, but after a certain amount of scenes where it became exceptionally obvious to me that there was an an easy way to improve this movie, I decided to write this one down. They okay. should have just cast Alexander Ovechkin as Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you didn't Can even you say imagine? as Tomas. You said as Thomas. As Thomas. Tom- whatever. I feel, like Tommy. It's, I feel like it's weird for me to say Tomas. Why? 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 Because you had a vaguely that, Russian guy. Because that dude looks exactly like Alexander Ovechkin. And there are so many he scenes doesn't? where I was like, Wait. That dude is like 70 pounds shy of Ovechkin. Oh, well, okay. I mean, like, not literally in stature, <laughs> but from like a facial shape He also shape doesn't thing. have the like mongoloid... Like furrowed I did not brow get that this. Ovechkin has. Me neither. Okay, Alec Sek- uh, Sekura. Now, if you're out there, you look like Alexander Ovechkin. You guys could play each other in movies. Car go Just- fast. Why not drive fast on highway? And tell me <laughs> this movie. Oh, dude, no, he be doesn't get. He absolutely Fuck. does. He's tell also me this Romanian. movie wouldn't be better with. Oh, uh, we're doing a Patreon vote on this shit. Tell yeah, me this dude, movie would this be is, better without with, this without is gonna gonna fuck us vote right here. They're gonna fuck us like they fucked us the last time, though. This is this is actually well, even they're gonna less f- like the oh they're gonna other speak one. truth to power like they did last time. <laughs> no, is that Mark. What you're no. <laughs> well, see, Mark, no. if you count all the legal Patreon votes. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's gonna be this is gonna be challenging the in the Patreon <laughs> Scotus for a long time. And unfortunately for you guys, I preside over that shit. Oh well, we're fucked. I'm sorry, listener. I tried. We. <laughs> Oh, listener. Okay. Let's move into what the movie does wrong, huh? Sure. Okay. Is it weird to say that this movie has like too much atmosphere? Yeah, no, I fully no. agree with this. That's not weird at all. No. I was I was I spent a, a lot of time w- while watching this movie thinking about what it would be like to make us make a PB&J sandwich with too much peanut butter. Because we can all agree that peanut butter is the best ingredient in a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Absolutely. Of course. And it would be hard to put too much peanut butter on it. And that's what atmosphere is in horror movies. But what this movie did was successfully put too much damn peanut butter on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, See, and it became hard to swallow. Mark, too much. You made, a really, you made a really tremendous analogy, but where you lost me was I do think it's possible to put too much peanut butter on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, because eventually it's going to be so 
so dried out and stick to the yeah. roof of your mouthy that this it's not going to be as enjoyable it. an experience. And that's what this movie did. It gave you too much. I think that's the exact analogy butter. Mark was made. I think you just yeah, made. No, but he said you can't do it. Said. He said you can't do it, and you definitively can. <laughs> you lost it at the. You, you stumbled. Me, you fell at the ten. <laughs> I think you're just explaining. You're you're like Jerry Seinfeld on the comedians in cars getting coffee, where Aziz Ansari tells a joke and he's like, "Oh, you know why that's funny? Let me explain to you why that joke you just made is funny, Aziz." Oh my god! <laughs> Whatever. I pictured Mark like Daniel Jones in that run earlier in this NFL season. That'll age well. No idea where I tore my calf on like the ten yard line or something. No, he, he was fine. He, he got back up. It was, it was okay. A, it was just he embarrassing. Just got, he just got bit by the turf monster. In a okay. season with so many quarterback injuries, I can't I can't let you go there. This movie is over the top dramatic and atmospheric when it's a great like flex by a first time uh, director, but maybe a little bit of balance there would have been, been beneficial it's to the ba- to, to the package as well. And along with that, like I don't really care about any of these characters. They, they haven't sold me on any of them. I kind of cared about Magda, which I think is a super effective thing, and we didn't really discuss that and what the movie does right, but I gave a shit, and it took quite a while for me to start to question her. Like, I was always a little bit skeptical of, I'm going to keep calling her Umbridge. Yeah, I was always skeptical of her because they put in something that I escalated to what the movie does wrong, which was just a a little scene where she threw his money in the gutter, and oh, yeah. that was too much. Yep. That was that was that was well, not a good choice from a stand the standpoint. Like that inclusion was. Too it would have been cooler to have his less. money be gone, and then later to flash back to her throwing it out or something like that to reveal it. Uh, a different they, way. They, they did too much. They yeah, did too much exactly. to sow the the distrust of her. Trust yeah. your audience anyway. a little. It's 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 hard to say that it was a bad choice casting Imelda Staunton because she is awesome. That's not what I'm saying at all. Right. Wait, what? No, no, hold, but I, I know where Mark's going with this. He hasn't finished his thought. Okay. Oh, yeah, Jake's well, just on I'm a heater. jumping on him hard to yeah. explain his points to him. <laughs> You're Jake-splaining. Yeah, you want to continue mansplaining to me, man? <laughs> It's a it's, it's not every day that I want to say it's a bad choice to cast Amelda Staunton, but Amelda Staunton brings a certain amount of yeah, she's definitely gonna fuck us over in the she's second the half. She's the guaranteed of this movie. bad guy, yeah. And then when you also include a scene of her doing bad shit and lying to people, you're like the 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 actual twist of this movie when she's not a nun and she's wearing high heels is like, oh yeah, I not thought this was already obvious. Why are you playing this yeah. opposite <laughs> twist or is this just the next scene in the movie? Yeah, is this like going to be a reverse twist situation? And no, where she is, actually I, was I a like, nun the whole time. I know. I like that take, but I don't really agree with it. Like, I don't think that's what the movie was thinking that you would be thinking. I don't understand how to argue against that because that was nonsense. <laughs> it was, no, it was very normal. It was very also normal. Wasn't what Mark said even at all. <laughs> He's saying that you Just can't have a um, straw man well, over there. He's saying you can't have Umbridge in a movie without distrusting her, and so it's not like having a twist because you always distrusted her. But well, but it's not I'm like saying, you. I I went in distrusting her at at the start, and then they also include a scene where you're like, yeah, you should distrust her. Look, she just threw his money in the gutter. I hate I I hated that scene. I don't know. Okay, we'll agree to disagree. We all hated that scene. In what the we movie does wrong, Jake. I thought you were arguing against it. Oh, my God. Drink more beer, Jake. You're woefully <laughs> underqualified. You, you, have lost, you have lost full track of, 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 the, of the general concept of this of You this took it thing. away from me. I made that you argued against it. 
I was adding to your point. Okay. I was yes ending okay. you. Before sir. this comes to blows, let's talk about something different. I'll, hold on, guys. I got to drive to Boise. <laughs> you oh, want to MMA me? Five hours. You want to MMA me? I have something else okay. the movie does wrong. Can I just can Let's we move on, please. please? So I don't know if you guys had the same effect as me, but I watched this on my big system, and the big system. This was a really hard movie to hear. I had a lo- I had to turn on subtitles for this movie about ten minutes I in, so and watch on. it with subtitles. I did not think this was a hard movie to hear, but it is sort of a hard movie to understand. Like everything came through relatively well. In, was it the accents? I have, yeah, I, th- I think it was just sort of the accents were a little bit hard to discern, but the actual like speech was balanced well against okay. the rest of the. I had sound. a moment where I, a few moments where I thought that as well, but even with that in my consideration set, like I could not hear a lot of what was being said, and I kind of ended up lumping that into like, okay, like this is an atmospheric thing, like there's people saying things to each other, but some of them are in like hushed tones. I had to have subtitles on, and that's a weird thing for a movie that's in English. I, Jake, I regret asking this already, but do you know what like what rating your system is? Is it a five point one? Yes. Okay. So you have like the side speakers and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Was it coming? Was system. speech mostly coming out of the mid channel? Yes. Interesting. Okay. Mine's three point one. You, you see my system, so I have a Sonos, and most of the speech was co- the speech, not most, like all of it was coming out of the sound bar, and then everything atmospheric, not everything, but you know, atmospheric flourishes were coming out of my both the speakers that are on the side. Hey Alexa, order pistachios. <laughs> uh, I got headphones on, <laughs> bitch. Uh, but our listeners I have a, might not. <laughs> I have a, I have a, I think it's a three point one or a two point one, but it's just like the individual soundbar with the uh-huh. left and right speakers. Okay, maybe that. Trying to do that pistachio joke because this is so boring. But I don't know. Maybe the, I mean, in, in that case, sometimes depending on how the movies are mixed, the fewer channels you have, it all gets compressed and kind of like put into one thing, which is way easier to hear than if it's like spread out throughout mm. a bunch of other channels that might not be balanced correctly. Uh, or it gets real compressed and bad, like when we saw Flogging Molly at the Warp Tour, and that like nine or ten piece oh. band was coming out of two speakers on that side stage, and it fucking that is a very specific and weird ass. memory of twenty not twenty oh my years God. ago, but fifteen years ago <laughs> at least. Jesus Christ! Oh, Jack like starts flailing as soon as we start talking about sound systems. He's like, "Hey, remember something that happened in the '90s?" Well, see the the <laughs> weird thing the that 90s. wasn't discussed. The weird thing that wasn't discussed there is that that same I don't know group of that same like lineup had Newfound Glory in it, and that wasn't discussed. What? What? We saw Newfound Glory that we same sure day, did. dude. I was not yeah. at this concert, and I'm upset. No, you were not. Thanks for inviting me, guys. I don't know what that deal was, Mark. I feel like you would have been invited. Yeah, I also feel like that was before you and I were really good friends, Jake. I don't know why we were at that Flogging Molly concert. Who all was there with us? I don't know. Were we... Let's use names. (laughs) First First and last. I think we were there together. It makes... We were there with one of our female friends who we were both friends with. And uh, I feel like... I'm not going to name names. (laughs) I, I, I feel like I know exactly who this group was. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, this is Radio Gold, entirely guys. Entirely lost. We were talking about Sono speaker setups and Dolby sound. I have derailed the shit out of this whole episode Flogging Molly somehow. concerts from 2006. It's unbelievable. And Newfound Glory. <laughs> I've gotten through all of the things that I have and does wrong. Do you guys have anything else? Otherwise, I'm blowing the goddamn whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. <laughs> question. I have a question. Okay. 
Why do they speak English in the flashbacks? They, oh, yeah. When he's yeah, in sir. some Russian satellite state. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, you know he's from there. Why do they need to do that? I mean, it's sort of like, why do they have accents, right? Why not just make this Because he's from tongue? a Russian I, they're, satellite state. They're doing state. like a Chernobyl thing, right? Where, fuck it. Yeah, it, that's it, and exactly no. right. Well, except that in Chernobyl, they specifically didn't do the accents of the things that they were trying to be, be from. Yeah, they just all had British accents because they were British yeah, actors. Yeah, the, the answer to your I, question is because they're trying to dramatize something that happened in a foreign land whilst being English-speaking. Like I, That didn't take away from it for me. I don't know. I get it. Yeah, I mean, there's there's I, a there's a part of my brain that's just hardwired the, into Western culture that's just like, yeah, everybody should speak English always because then I can and, understand and it. And I think that's fine, and that's why it was only a nitpick and not like something that it does wrong for me. But the thing that was weird and the like, actually, the only reason that I noticed it was because of the fact that you're flashing back to where you are in whatever state this was near Russia, and then you're moving forward into real time where you are in England. So in England, having people speaking English makes sense, but then you go back to where someone definitely would not be speaking English, so then it's weird. It is weird. It is weird. Um, Magda had two lines. The first two things she says... I almost wanted, I needed a third, it's not the first two, but like the, she says two things early, I needed a third line to like complete a triad. It was like they were starting a pattern that they did not finish, where the first thing she cooks him, she says, it's meat. And then the second thing she cooks him, she says, <laughs> it's stew. I was like, And it was like broader and broader. So the third, like, it's food. I just, I, I, it, just it, it was like missing. It was almost a pattern, but not quite, and it bothered me. Okay, that is a super personal. <laughs> yeah, that. that <clears throat> yeah. Woof. I have nothing to add there. Uh, <laughs> that would have been a great poem that they sewed into the script here. <laughs> cool. Uh, hey, what is bleach gonna do in that fucking pouring bleach in the tank of that toilet? Isn't gonna fucking fix the gross ass water. What the fuck? It's gonna are- kill some stuff. I, if you, if there are things growing, then I mean, like it, it's it's not gonna hurt. It's not gonna hurt. He thinks the toilet tank is the source of the problem. He opened, he has already opened the actual, I don't know what kind of water system they have, but a, like, water heater, I assume, boiler, I don't know, and that, seeing that it's okay. You know, what, you know what would be funny? You know what would be really funny? Is if they combined this movie with dark water. <laughs> and there was just like, there was, there was just like a water tower on the roof, you know? And you had to go up there and start cleaning some stuff out. Well, can we just, can we, can we just escalate the nit, not escalate the nitpick, but expand the nitpick to like this whole house? Like, what the shit is going on here? I mean, demons. Yeah. D- no, n- not really. I mean, well, I'm talking possession. like. Water, the water system alone, Jack. Like, what the fuck is that? I don't know closet? what that with a big weird tank of water is. That's kind of like a boiler, but with just like a trash can lid on top of it. I don't think that. I don't think that would fit in my house. Where do you think? How do you? Do you have a tankless hot water heater? No, it's not as big as that shit I is. Though it's in my root cellar. No, fuck no, hell no. Volume cut over wise. to cut over to Satan as just like this this homeowner who's just like not handy at all. Just like I don't know how to fix anything. All they want to do is man. birth bats. <laughs> oh. Speaking of the bats, wow. he should fucking. Wow. He, I think it was implied that he stomped on its fucking head, and like I get it. You made this. I mean, cool they prop. show it. I don't think it's implied. They no, but they then they show. No, they it. show it's like guts. Yeah, because they don't want to ruin the cool prop they made. Like I get it, but like he should have stomped on its head, definitely to kill it. What is your nitpick? Okay. Why didn't he stomp he on did... its fucking head? 
So what you're saying is the thing that they implied that he did was the th- he didn't do it. Yeah. You needed a scene. Mark, this now now you're the one doing it. it this makes sense to me. <laughs> so okay, the only cool. thing we're we're that I've, I've made sense the goal. whole time. We're all on the same page. We've reached end times, boys. I'm the only one that's made sense we, the whole time to someone. There, there's all I know. It's it's a carbon <laughs> Jack, monoxide I assure thing. You it that's has not to be. True. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, my next nitpick is a... Remember the intro? That was this, fun. This might be a... That wasn't my fault. <laughs> this might be a first for me. It is a hybrid... What? Nitpick, neat pick. It's both. Ooh. We might call okay, that a You're going to show your work as to why yeah. that is. It's his line reading when she's asking him what it is. She's like, I think it's a rat. And he says, it's a bat, of course. Like, that line reading is so it's weird. Like straight it, like, out of a tr- musical. It's a bat, of course. It's like, she clearly doesn't know it's a bat. What do you mean, of course? It came out of the toilet. There's so many insane things about it. And for you to follow it up with, of course. This thing that I pulled out and then stomped its guts across the floor. You dummy, you don't know it's a bat, idiot. <laughs> a horse is a horse, of course, of course. <laughs> I feel like you give that line to Lin-Manuel Miranda and he turns it into a whole fucking like theatrical production. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not bad, like, of course. And then there's rapping. In a 5-4 time signature. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I love his line reading because it's so deadpan and matter of fact and insane, but it's a nitpick because it's weird as all fucking hell. And it would have been better had Alexander Ovechkin delivered it. <laughs> See, the thing that I really hate about this is I was just thinking back to the Ovechkin bit, and I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I'm telling you, it, it it changed the movie for me. Okay, so I don't disagree that Ovechkin would have been an absolutely stellar character in this role, but they don't look alike, okay? I'm going to stand strong on that part. I mean, there's... um Okay. Ovechkin okay, would man. slay a lot of different roles. Yeah, we need to get that guy into acting. <laughs> Yeah, he's only gonna play hockey for like another twenty years. It's fine. Yeah, and then he'll and then he'll retire into like the Dolph Lundgren roles once Dolph Lundgren finally mm-hmm. retires at the ripe old age of ninety. Hey, if you get so bit like by a toilet bat, you need to go to a doctor. Toilet bats have rabies. Oh my god, that was the first thing I thought. I was like, no. oh my god, is this, mo- is this movie actually about rabies? Toilet bats don't have rabies because rabies makes you afraid of water and there's water in toilets, It doesn't Jack. make you afraid of water. This is an ir- infuriating <laughs> pop culture misconception. It makes you afraid of water. You're deathly afraid of water. <laughs> Are you pounding on... I can hear you pounding on the table as you say that. Listener, I have a new setup this week, <laughs> so if you hear me pounding or if you hear my uh, furnace running in the I background... I can definitely hear like, you pounding. Then... In time with your comments. Good. That is I mean, the I can thing also I'm trying to make happen. Why are you doing this? Well, because the listener isn't listening to the microphone you guys are listening to. You're coming through my laptop. They're coming through Why my laptop. Why is this a new People setup? People with rabies aren't afraid this- of water. It's just so painful to swallow that they don't want to drink anything. They're afraid of water. They're afraid of swallowing water. Yes! They're afraid of swallowing anything. So why would the bat be submerged in water? What do you think it's breathing, Jack? Do you think it's breathing Air. water? Yes! Well, it's, it it's clearly alive. Now. It's clearly alive. It's a demonic bat. We are. This is just... I mean, it is... Okay, in fairness, it is a demonic bat. Yeah, Jack. <laughs> what do demonics bat... What do demonic good, bats Good breathe? start. It's a good Demonics bat. <laughs> demonics bat. <laughs> that's a good, well, I mean, that's okay. a good metal band name right there. Demonics yeah. bat. With an X. 
definitely. Would oh be. hell yeah, boys! We got a we got a new career trajectory. That's that's yeah. kind of like an industrial metal. It would be dubstep. That's like an no, it's like industrial. It'd be metal. like okay. yeah, industrial metal dubstep ska. I think well, is, is our no, 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 sweet no, no, spot. We would be industrial and we'd get like a big following, and then we it would we would let it get to our heads, and then we put out our next album, and it would be dubstep, and then everyone would be like, oh, they're trash now. Or I'd do like a Colin Hay thing and like write a ska song and be like, this is the best song that's ever been written and break up the band because you guys didn't like it. Let's go to ratings. (laughs) Okay. We over at ADC Horror use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think about Jakey, who would rate how much he digs on swine. I'm going kosher, because Jakey don't dig on swine! And for ten, think about how Harry Callahan would rate doing it and making his day. Go ahead. Make my day. Stories, the first getting to rate these movies. Mark, I'm picking you to arbitrarily go first. What is this thing's story rating? <laughs> Super cool. I gave it a four and a half. It's opaque and confusing for no apparent purpose, but also I feel like this movie successfully pulls off the shtick of, I think it might just be smarter than I am. Right? Sometimes I feel I, like there's... Yeah, I have those movies where I'm like, I didn't understand it, but I assume that's just because I'm a dum-dum. Right, but most of the time when that happens, I just assume it's because they didn't have a full grasp on the thing that they were trying to do. This is one where I feel like I might just need more watches in order to like fully wrap my head around this one. This is the one? Really? I don't know. That's how it hit me, man. I, I mean, I get it. I get that you don't it's know. It's not it's like fine. I put it high on the chart. It's below average. It's four and a half. I gave it a there six. Is, there is a better like mechanism for for do, for Jack. delivering this story. Jack, what did you give it a six? I That's get, cool. <laughs> I gave it a six. <laughs> I, I fully agree with you, Mark. I think this. I one. I think it's really cool that she wrote this mythology and this lore behind it and all this crazy stuff. I think the story is really fucking interesting and is playing a lot of stuff like. It has something to say about gender and sex, but I'm not sure what with the first demon being exactly, a mother Jack. and then a man. Yeah, but it's interesting and cool. I think the story is one of this movie's stronger features. It's a six for me. Jake? I gave it a five and a half, so I guess I was closer to Jack. It's basically the same reasons that you mentioned, Jack, but it was just a little lower, so I don't know. Maybe it's a part of it is me being conflicted over whether I'm smarter than it or it's smarter also than me. Also could have been the same because <laughs> I, I don't, don't give half know. points, so uh, we, that could be a fact. You're a dick. Sounds, sounds like we're – well, no, in that case, we're going to round down to a five, and then uh, he'll be closer to me. <laughs> I'm not rounding down. <laughs> so you're rounding up. No, so gave it a I am giving it a... <laughs> no, I am not the rounder. I don't round. I'm the one who rounds. This is going to take us to into the, the world I used building. to go to the thousands. World building and immersion. We're going to talk about its world building and immersion score. Mark, what's your world building and immersion rating? I gave it a four. Ooh. Jack, you said originally that the uh, just a few seconds ago that the story is the strongest point, and I am inclined to agree with you. <laughs> um, Yikes. Look, it's, Yikes, it's got dude. strong visuals, but... Okay. And with these over-the-top weird movies, sometimes you're immersed just to see like the payoff, and then sometimes the payoff doesn't really pay off at all. Payoff. Payoff. I Mark, I gave it a four as well. Exact same score. This isn't an immersive movie. I wasn't involved in any of these. I didn't give a shit about any of these characters. I thought they're all weird. It's opaque. And then not only is it weird, but then it's like there's a scene where I'm supposed to identify with one of them that comes out of fucking nowhere, and then ten minutes later he's crawling into a shell. I just don't know what the fuck's happening. I wasn't 
That was at the end, though. That was the yeah. end. That was so I late. wasn't invested, really, it in... It was the denouement. I wasn't sucked in to... God damn it, Mark. I wasn't yeah. sucked into really any of it. I'm sorry, the denouement. If we're going to call this movie Amulet, I feel like we have to say denouement. I also don't... Amulet is also an... I do. I also... <laughs> Fuck. They didn't really build a world here. I mean, this they, they're in a house, but the house doesn't really have a... Like it's not a world they build. Um, the forest is just kind of a forest, so it's not that high on the world building. It's not that high on the immersion. <laughs> it's a four for both, Jake. Now who's rambling? Me. Yeah. Yeah. I give it a six. Uh, that makes me the highest. I mentioned earlier that parts of this reminded me of a dark song. There's something about that brooding kind of slow build that does it for me. This is nothing new. We've been doing this for a lot of years. This had that for quite a while, and I was in. I mean, even with some of the flourishes of weird art for art's sake that we talked about, the even with the flashback, flash-forward kind of tug-of-war that it had going on for the first third. Uh, not the first third. I mean, it was prom- predominantly in the first third, and then it kind of evened itself out until you got some more of it near the end. I thought it was but really more I, of like the t- first two, two-eighths, give or take. Two-eighths? Yeah. No, I don't think it was two. It was, like, it it was, was more it was like, like two and a half ninths. I mean, really, if it I was mean. like it was like three sixths. I think. Okay, cool. We got cool. There. I'm glad we got there. I'm glad we got there. Anyway, yeah, I found this more immersive than you guys, but I'm not really surprised by that considering my track. Come record. to think of it, I wouldn't call it three sixths. I'd call it six twelfths. Okay, that's yeah. fine. I'm 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 on board with six twelfths. Cool. Let's let's stick with it. I'm cool Thanks. with this bit being over. Let's go into the scare <laughs> factor. Mark, what is your scare factor score? It's a two. It has creepy imagery, and that's it. I gave it a four for Scare Factor. Yeah, this movie movies. is very Jesus. disturbing. I think. <laughs> no, it's not. What? <laughs> the scariest scene is him pulling something out of a toilet. That is, and that's a very scary scene. I also think the scene. You, you called it a lightning bolt earlier, and then you gave it a hit two. Him, yeah, this is a wild take by you. Also, him finding the, the mother and realizing it's not a mother is like, and finding that, that's a scary scene. She's all decrepit and creepy. The scene where she actively gives birth to a bat and you see more of it than I wanted to see is disturbing. This movie is a lot of disturbing shit. It is pretty yeah, scary. Disturbing I things. wasn't expecting to see a penis and while I was not like that disturbed by it, it was jarring to see it there. That was unexpected. I was legitimately confused as to whether or not it was supposed to be a penis and then my brain immediately went to the meme of that guy being like, is that a penis? <laughs> I agree. I- Except for it's the meme. Little, it's a little, I mean, it's not scary, but it is unsettling and disturbing. And it I has a. You're about it, to comment on how much of a penis it was. Good tone. Uh, disturbing tone. It's a four. How Jake. Much penis, how much of a penis was it? I give it a four, too. I don't need to say anything else. Let's go. Effects are judicious. <laughs> how much of a penis was it? Effects are judicious. Lack thereof. Mark. Six and a half. And I honestly think I'm kind of penalizing it for like the rest of the movie. Being what it is, because Mark's Mark just mad at this, this movie, movie for some yeah. reason. I, and the thing is, that it didn't come out in the review. He was like, "Fine, fine, fine," and now he's like, just absolutely I don't like just this movie ravaging it. Yeah, here. such an asshole. I have nothing else to add. There you go, six and a half. What? What do you? This, the, the, the effects of this movie are pretty good. It has a lot of props. This yeah. the the like the scenes that they take to etch away shit from the walls is is a really good thing. The Costuming change for Imelda Swan. Uh, God damn it! What is her name? Imelda Staunton is Dolores Umbridge. Dolores Umbridge. Thank you. the The costume changes they go through with her to like demonstrate how much she's changing are expected, but like well executed. So I mean, 
whatever. It's it. It's a very solid effects movie. Six and a half. I agree. I give it a seven. This movie looks great. Uh, it sounds great too. They do a lot of Jake. I didn't have the issue you had with sound. Yep. Um, Love the score. I listened to it Love on headphones, score. but the score was fucking great. Um, all the effects look really good. Like it isn't doing anything innovative, and not everything looks perfect, but it looks really fucking good. And that those bats are especially great. Um, it's a seven for me, Jake. I gave it a seven too. Like I, I assumed that my sound issue was likely my own thing, so I I wanted to mention it and something that the movie did wrong for me. But I don't want to like this feels like double jeopardy to then penalize it here, especially when you guys are like no, I didn't have that problem. Uh, definitely agree in terms of the score and what it had going on there. Agree the house felt a certain way, and that was in like for a lot of reasons. I mean, and you had pretty good props you had great practical effects going on i ultimately like what this created was pretty fantastic for a movie that's not like a huge blockbuster and that's good to see yeah Seven. that is gonna take us into overall mark what is your overall score yeah i give it four i don't think this movie is for me but it's made well enough i mean i don't know i this was a really hard one for me to actually land on i i do not want to watch this again it is a very slow movie and deliberately obscure and I, I don't know it has its merits but also please never show this to me again <laughs> i agree with a lot of what you just said i gave it a six overall well maybe that's <laughs> tilt up because of how impressed what? i was with the direction of it but like it's a really strong movie it's weird as all hell and it it is hard to watch but it's really well done and I think really well made. It's it's a six for me, Jake. So I like movies that are like this more than I think both of you do normally. Um, so Jack, your weird take about like the how you agree with what he just said thing, and then you gave it two points higher was strange because I did give it a six, but it's probably because of the fact that I like movies like this more normally. Uh, this had me pretty enraptured for quite a while. There were elements that definitely started to take me out, and those just kind of snowballed throughout the duration of the movie so i think that it it lacked the strength of some of those other films like the one that i've referenced several times this episode i won't mention it again just <laughs> in case choice. that could potentially spoil yeah, that's someone where it's gonna be spoiled an hour and a half into yep the fucking God. yep yep <laughs> uh but they accidentally but skipped I, 35 minutes ahead <laughs> but i was I was impressed with this in like little vacuums of what it did. And I think that it's an interesting one to have reviewed. So I'm certainly happy we did so. I don't know that I need to see it again anytime soon, but uh, certainly one of the more interesting 2020 entries we've had. Absolutely. And a cool one for when I knew like all next to nothing, except for having seen the trailer going into that's, that's always a cool experience. I, I actually I, I don't th think you, I'm trying to remember if we've seen the trailer. This was one of the ones that had a really late trailer when we were putting up HRR. So there's an outside chance wow. we all provided our uh, thoughts based off of like, like, a hey, this shot. is something I that wasn't going to remember yeah. either way, Mark. So I'm just trying to give you the benefit of the doubt here, Jack. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like you had a stronger take earlier. You were like, we definitely covered this. Blah. We did cover it. It was in HRR. Well, there's coverage and then there's coverage. If you okay. know what I mean. So this was coverage instead of coverage? Let's go to yes, thumbs up, exactly. thumbs down. Who's I'm going to go first, and I'm giving it a thumbs up. It's a weird thumbs up, but sometimes you got to throw people a curveball cool, and see what kind of fan they are, you know? That's what you I know? did. Yeah, and this movie is good. It's weird as all fucking hell, yeah. and I like talking to my yeah. friends about weird as hell movies. This is a thought-provoking and conversation-starting movie, and that's why I'm giving it a thumbs up. Jake, 
Uh, thumbs down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't think of many people outside of you two that I would have this conversation <laughs> I with. I don't have many other friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. I, I liked this movie for a lot of what it did, but this is too weird and opaque for me to recommend to almost anyone. I'm super happy I watched it. Like I just said, it's one of the more unique entries we watched from this year, but not a recommend for many people that I've ever met. Mark? Same Z's, thumbs down. It's probably I mean, the right call. Yeah, it's a very specific thing, and I like it's. It's funny that you just said like that's exactly what Ty did when he recommended this movie to us because that's a great it pick. Is. Having like putting something out there that's challenging in order for us to weigh in on is the appropriate way to do this, and that this this is yeah. that is the exact situation where you should recommend this movie. But like yeah. for a general horror fan or someone just looking for a recommendation. This is never close to the radar. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed completely. Like he kind of knew. He knows. He understands his audience, man. Okay. He's been a friend. He's been a friend of the podcast for a long time. So this feels like the right pick. Yeah. And I applaud that. Exactly. Thanks, yeah. Ty. Please never do this to any of your friends. <laughs> <laughs> or just I don't know. Keep testing the waters. I'm down. Oh yeah. This keep keep giving us weird shit to review. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Was fun, but but I probably mean, don't you know. do it with I've normal said it before people. With I feel the like thumbs up, whatever. thumbs down segment. Sometimes you know you don't know. You got a friend sitting on the fence whether or not they they like uh, you. You what? This is not the litmus test. This is, a, this is a, gonna knock some people off the fence. <laughs> this is gonna lock what everybody kind of off fence? the fence. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a weird, very fence. weird fence. A yeah, big, Jack, glorious like fence. fence, Jake, for hundreds of miles. The best fence sure. you've ever seen. Let's get the fuck it- out of here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what a strange note to end on. This has been episode 208 of the A to Z Whorecast. <laughs> to check out everything we have going on, head on over to A to Z Whore.com or come hang out with us on any of our social media channels. Those are going to be down there with links in the description below. It's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You've seen them all before, and you can find them right there, so I don't know why I'm even saying this. I do it every week, though. It's just natural at this point. As Jack mentioned at the top of the episode, if you're still here hanging out with us, you might want to consider becoming a Patreon member. Really never been a better time. Right now, all the money in Patreon is going to a place where it will be best utilized. We've been donating that to Feeding America for god knows how long at this point we're going to continue doing that but if you become a patreon member you're going to get great benefits like being able to select movies for us to review like ty just did and you're going to have the peace of mind of knowing that that money is going to a good place and a deserving place which is certainly not us we're just here to provide escapism as always the music has been coming at you from super bear their links can be down there in the description below as well and next week it's gonna be a bit different we are at the end of the year, guys, or the start of the new year, I guess. Next Wait, week. Well, I mean, I let's know. be real. It's going to be February. It's cu- Mark no. is coming out right around the new year. I'm, t- I'm calling it. Has it has to be new it's year. Happening. Jack, you have We have a long-standing tradition. Gonna, it's going to be so good, Mark. I'm going to be great. I've given notice at my job. It's a whole thing. Oh, shit. Right <laughs> at the end of the episode. We'll dig into that later. Uh, it's the Omnibus. Those of you that are familiar with the podcast know what that is. For those of you that aren't and are somehow still listening, uh, first of all, weird. Second <laughs> of all, it's the episode where we review the year that was horror Third and all, do hi. a bunch of other fun stuff. And we get drunker than usual, and it's usually like three and a half hours long. It's another so real uh, kicking people off the fence situation. <laughs> totally, and that's going to be coming at you at some point soon, around the first of the year, Jack go- says. We'll see how it. that boils down. Okay, fine. Until then, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some horror movies, maybe some 2020 ones. We'll talk about them next week-ish. Uh, bye. Bye.
yeah, Jack frequently bleeps his own. Let memory. me let me work on bleeping my own memory here. Get that. Okay, let's see. There you go.